Hello, beautiful souls. You are listening to the Empowered Self Podcast, a place where you can come be wildly empowered to live your most radically intentional life. And I'm your host, Linda Alicia. I'll be coming at you weekly with real, honest conversations, step-by-step action plans, and a whole lot of info on mindset, movement, habits, and intuitive eating. Plus, I'll throw in a little bit of sarcasm and sass on the side. So let's dive in as you get ready to be empowered. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Self podcast. I'm so excited today because I have my first guest speaker on my podcast. Um, So everyone, this is Amber. She is a licensed mental health therapist, and she is absolutely awesome. She has a life coaching program, and um, it's just, I think it's really groundbreaking, and I think it's something that the industry is definitely um, needing right now. So Amber, I will let you go ahead and introduce yourself and then we will get talking. Hi, thank you for having me on here. No problem. (laughs) Uh, yes. So just like you said, I am a licensed mental health therapist. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio here in the U S and I have been a therapist for five years. I recently over the last year brought my private practice, well, built my own private practice and brought my therapy business online. Um, and then just recently made the shift to life coaching as a licensed mental health therapist. That is so cool. That is really cool. Yeah. I'm excited to be on here and talk with you today. I really, you know, love what you do and what you teach all of the women that you work with as well. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I like when you told me kind of what you like did and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I still remember like the first time you and I chatted and I was just like, that is so cool. Like that is just like, not something you don't really see marketed like a lot of, you know, like therapists or life coaches. Well, I guess more therapists like doing online stuff. So I think that that's really, really cool. And I know that like kind of what we wanted to talk about today was just like talking about, um, I guess just like overwhelm and guilt around making yourself a priority and things like that. Um, I know that that's something I myself have struggled with, like being a mom of four and also owning my own business. Um, and I know a lot of my clients as well, like where they're, you know, navigating working or being a stay at home mom and, you know, prioritizing their health and their fitness and all that kind of stuff. And like a lot of the time, there's so much guilt that like comes around that in making yourself a priority. And a lot of the time it it can be overwhelming. And like, I know I myself get overwhelmed and it's taken me a lot of years, I would say, and a lot of like conscious thinking, um, and like working, doing some inner work and stuff like that to slowly try and get over that guilt. Um, but it's obviously something I still struggle with from time to time, which I know you and I have chatted about, but like, what would you like as a licensed therapist and stuff, like, what would your advice be on, you know, just guilt around making yourself a priority? Yeah. I actually forgot to mention this when I was introducing myself, but I, when I created my therapy private practice, I decided on the name priority wellness Mm -hmm. and I chose that name and it so resonated with me. And I was so, I have been so excited to move forward with it because it's what I preach. 
-hmm. I preach making yourself a priority. And one of the biggest topics that I love to talk about is how you cannot show up for your other responsibilities. You cannot show up for your family. You cannot show up for, um, work life, all the things, unless you're making yourself a priority for first. And that is the only way to make sure that you're feeling better and making sure that you are ready and able to show up for all those responsibilities. So that's why I went with priority wellness and yeah, we we've had a couple conversations now about that. Yeah. yeah. And the importance of making yourself a priority so that you can be an amazing business owner, an amazing mom, um, an amazing employee, all those good things. And yeah, what you've brought up to me is like, wait, like what about that guilt Mm -hmm. that comes with making yourself a priority and that feeling of kind of being selfish? Well, yeah. Like a lot of my clients, I know that they say that they're like, I, like, I feel selfish for, you know, hubby, here's the kids. I'm going to go do my workout for 45 minutes. You know what I mean? And I still struggle sometimes with that too. Like it's, it's definitely a lesson that I'm learning. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, just some basic, like quick advice that I would give on that is something along the lines of, um, it doesn't have to be intricate. Making yourself a priority doesn't have to be this full day thing multiple days a week. And you will see the most benefits when you bring it down really small scale and making yourself a priority one hour a day. Yeah. Like there's, there's 24 hours a day. Um, and even if you just kind of bring it down smaller scale like that, which I'm sure is what, you know, a lot of the advice that you give your clients is like taking small steps. Yeah. Yeah. And that making a big impact. Um, that's something that I would definitely encourage to the listeners is being conscious about making yourself a priority for even just an hour a day at different parts of the day. Yeah. So now maybe that's 15 minutes before the kids wake up, you're up and getting some silence and, um, having your coffee and making yourself a priority for those 15, 20 minutes in the morning. And then maybe it is a, even a 30 minute break from the kiddos and that stimulation to have like a quiet walk with yourself. And then, um, you know, 30 minutes or so after the kiddos go to bed, when you are, let's say reading a book or just really getting that quiet time and reducing the stimulation, because I know a lot of your listeners are moms. Yeah. And the biggest thing that I work on with my, the clients that I work with who are moms is this, you know, idea of overstimulation and learning how it impacts you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I get so overstimulated sometimes, like just if there's so much noise going on or like just too many tasks I'm doing at once, like that is, and I know a lot of like, even just my audience, like not just my clients, I know that they deal with that too. Like that's just, it's kind of a thing when you're a mom, like there's always so much going on and yeah, you do definitely get overstimulated quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then another bit of advice I would give aside from like the tangible and like here, let's calculate how you can do this an hour a day Yeah. in the therapy world. I focus with my clients a lot on their thought content. 
Yeah. So, you know, our thoughts and how I practice and the theory that I use in my therapy practice is, um, looking at how our thoughts are tied to our feelings and our behavior and, um, the impact of that for my clients. So what I encourage them to do is making those mindset shifts from, I'm a mom, I'm a business owner. Um, I'm a wife, like I have all these responsibilities and I need to show up for those first. Yeah. I really help my clients make the shift to, I cannot show up to my responsibilities the best way possible without showing up for myself first. I so love that's that. definitely, yeah, that's definitely a mindset mindset shift that I would encourage. I really like that. That's, that's, yeah. Like I talk about, you know, I talk about mindset shifts and stuff with my clients and things and like just how, you know, there's different obviously ways to look at situations and like you can choose to, you know, kind of look at a situation more negative or you can kind of spin it more positive. But I like that. Yeah. Like you cannot show up for those other things. Um, if you're not showing up for yourself first. Right. So I really, really like that. Um, what would you say? Like if people, I'm trying to think of how to word it. Like if people feel like resistance against, um, showing up for themselves, like they, like they still feel that resistance and they still feel like, you know, almost like I wouldn't say victim mentality, but just like, you know what I mean? Like feeling like there's just not enough time in a day. And, you know, like it's, it's just, it's like, they don't want to make themselves a priority rather than the people who do want to make themselves a priority, but don't know how, does that make sense? Um, yeah, I think, I think I hear what you're saying. Like they're, they're having a hard time finding the time. Yeah. And just, I guess like resistance against even wanting to make themselves a priority. Like they're, they're kind of focusing on every other thing in their life and they're not choosing to focus on themselves. Like I see that a lot, like in what I do and, you know, you do have your people who genuinely want to make themselves a priority. And then you, you do have people that are just even struggling with wanting to make themselves a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like that's the answer. Yeah. And they, and they feel like they need to get the a hundred things on their yeah. list done first. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I feel like women, I mean, women are so different. Like each woman is so different Mm -hmm. and each woman has different motivators and has different personalities and, um, behavior and yeah, just ways of going about their day and dealing with things and, and their mindset, you know? So I think there are a lot of women out there who are motivated and do best when they are on the go and like, yeah, like, uh, marking off a bunch of tasks and yeah. Is that kind of what you burn, you know? Oh yeah. 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 No, that's kind of what I mean. And like, I guess, or, or are you kind of, or are you kind of talking in the realm of like women who are just like feeling really lazy and like maybe depressed and like, can't find the energy or the focus to make themselves a priority? Or is that the kind of direction you were talking about? Yeah. Sorry. I guess that's more the direction I was talking about. Cause I know that like, I also want to like, I know we've talked about this, like ask you your opinion on, you know, balancing 
grace and excuses, especially coming from a mental health like therapist where like, obviously there are mental disorders out there that stop you from even, you know, you want to do something, but you can't do something. Right. And so how, I guess, how do you find that balance between the grace and excuses and how do you like, what do you do or what do you suggest? Like, kind of like you said, if someone's just like, I guess I hate to use the word lazy, but you know what I mean? For lack of a better word, like there's no energy. Yeah. Just has no energy. Just can't really show up for themselves. Like what kind of, what's your thoughts and take on that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I would definitely say, so like you said, it's, it's hard to find the balance of grace, giving yourself grace or asking yourself if you're using excuses. Yeah. I I know it. I know it's hard to find that balance, but what I encourage my clients is to try, you know, you have to try to find the balance. Yeah. Yeah. And what I talk about with my clients a lot is the different seasons of our lives. Mm -hmm. So some seasons we are doing really great and it's really easy to show up for yourself. And, you know, in your, in your realm, um, you work with moms a lot on like, um, implementing their fitness routines. Mm -hmm. Let's say some seasons of our lives, that's really easy. Um, especially when the weather starts to get nice, Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, gosh, yeah, I can totally get outside and go for a walk or go to the gym or whatever. Yeah. But some seasons of our lives, we are going through really, really hard things. Um, let's say you're a new mom and you just gave birth. Um, that can be a really, really hard season and can be a really important time to give yourself grace and take it easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, you know, other hard seasons would be like having a loss in the family or a friend, um, or just like having so much stress that you lose energy. So there can be a lot of causes of losing energy. There can be a lot of, um, red flags that, you know, you might be feeling depressed lately and that would be a time to nurture yourself. And again, back to, like the small, looking at this in a smaller scale, yeah. I really encourage my clients to take it easy on themselves, even if it's for a bit of the day. Yeah. And then, and then reminding themselves like that the whole day is not a failure. They can still show up for their mental health or their physical health in some way, whether that is reading before bed, whether that's going on a quick walk after dinner, whether Mm -hmm. that is, um, yeah, getting the kids down for bed and then you know, having a heart to heart with your significant other and like releasing some of that emotion or journaling. Yeah. So I think that, um, I mean, the whole reason I do what I do and, and what I think the biggest, um, purpose of therapy is, is creating this new thought content Mm -hmm. that helps you in these slower seasons of your life where you are low energy, where it is hard to show up for yourself, where it is hard to make yourself a priority and meet your goals and stuff like that. A big impact would be practicing, changing your thought content. Yeah. But it, but it's not easy. And like how you suggest to do that. Yeah. And we're human. So we have like these intrusive thoughts that come in, right? hundred percent. And yeah, like you 
the biggest thing that I encourage my clients is you listen to your thoughts and you really start to pay attention to them. And you really start to ask yourself, like, is this aligned with the direction that I'm wanting to go with for my life? Mm -hmm. Like, is this aligned with me wanting to take care of my mental health and love myself and my family and show up for my responsibilities? Like, is this thought that I'm having right now, nurturing me and um, supportive of my goals? Or is this thought maybe my mind being an asshole to me and I shouldn't believe it and I shouldn't act on it. Yeah. So that, that is the next step that I walk my clients through is one, you know, step one is paying attention to your thoughts and just being a gentle observer of them. And then step two is deciding whether or not you're going to act on it because yeah, our, our thoughts, the theory that I work with in my practice, it says that our thoughts then control our behavior. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. So if I'm, you know, middle of the day and the kids are napping and I'm laying there and I know that like going and cleaning the kitchen kitchen would help my mental health and the thoughts are coming in that you don't have the energy and it'll get done whenever. Now ask yourself that, like, is that true? Like how much sleep did I get last night? Um, how, like, have I been using, working hard lately, like working out a ton or do I deserve to like, or do I need not deserve? Do I need to lay here for a little while or like, wait, like, should I put on a good playlist and go clean the kitchen real quick? So that second, yeah, that second step is just kind of choosing whether or not you're going to act on the thought. Yes. I really like that. I really like that. That's like, even I talked about on my social media today, like just asking yourself, like, kind of like you said, like, is this, you know, when you're trying to choose something, like, is this moving me closer to my goal or farther away from my goal? Like, you know, for me, my gym days, I'm getting all four kids ready by myself, plus getting myself ready for the gym. And like, all my kids are eight and under. So it's like, it is not for the faint of heart to like get them all ready and out the door and all that kind of stuff. And like, sure, it would be, it's exhausting. And it'd be so much easier for me to miss my workout those days. Cause like just that alone is tiring, but that's, I, I have to ask myself, like, is that going to move me closer to my goal? Like, which obviously no, it's not. Right. And so I mm-hmm. love that you said too, like kind of just being aware of your thoughts Cause that is like so powerful. If we, you know, a lot of the time we just kind of like roll through life, not really being aware, like we think things and then we, we don't really see how much they're affecting us. Um, so I love that. Like, I love that you said, just being mindful of your thoughts. And then are you, yeah. are those thoughts true? Like, like you said, like when, you know, baby's napping and you're laying there and you'd feel like you don't have energy to start your workout. I love that you said like asking yourself, okay, well, like, am I actually tired though? Like, you know, is, is that all in my head? And then it's even kind of, it's, it's not an all or nothing thing too. Like you can lay there for 10 minutes and rest for 10 minutes. And then, like you said, throw on a good playlist and go get your workout in. So I really, I really like those tips. That's kind of, that's awesome. Yeah. But it all, I mean, it all comes down to, so like I, as a therapist, I talk a lot about our thoughts Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of like, um, 
health coaches and you, I know you talk a lot about mindset and they're pretty, they're pretty interchangeable, but I, I like to just get it a little bit more concrete for the people listening. It's, it's your thoughts. Like, I think my mindset is like the overarching word, right. Yeah. Of Of the way, of the way we think and feel and that kind of stuff. But I want to get it even more concrete for people. It's, it's our thoughts. And I think a really like tangible example is, could be, you know, the way we think about our body image. Yeah. So, and if you are someone who has a goal of wanting to free yourself from the negative body image yeah, and wanting to free yourself from your like hatred towards your body, then that is something that is really hard that I've, I've worked on with clients in the past. And I use this example to kind of hit on what I was just speaking about in terms of you can be aware of your thoughts and gently observe them and then decide if you want to act on it or not. So Mm. as we're, as we grow up as women and go through our life, we, I mean, personally, I spent the majority of my life wanting to change my body, no matter what size I was Yeah, either wanting to lose weight or get more muscle or yeah, just not being happy with it, which is super sad that we have to go through that as women. So now I'm still a human. I'm still a woman. And those thoughts of negative body image still come in. Yeah. And what I choose to do now is to, I mean, I'm a human, so the thoughts are going to come, but I choose to sit there and decide like, am I going to act on this? So in the past that would be, you know, making a really like low calorie and super healthy dinner because Mm -hmm. I had a bad body image thought. Yeah. Or I didn't like the way I look that day. Yeah. So what that looks like for me now is I hear that thought of, oh, your stomach is like sticking out way further than it usually does. Let's yeah. say that's the thought, but now I decide like, Hey, guess what, Amber? That's, that's called a stomach mm-hmm. and it's part, it's part of your body and you don't need to do anything different just because you just had that thought. Like you can go on with your day and you can let that thought go. Yeah. So kind of like body neutrality, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Just, just like, I just mean that like that you saying that just like reminds me of when I talk about just being neutral with your body. Like if you have a thought, you don't need to let it spiral. Like you just, like you said, observe the thought, like that's a stomach. Cool. Let's, you know, I don't have to act on that. Like you said that that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. Definitely. Especially because I talk about, you know, body image and like positive body image and stuff. So I think that that, that will be super helpful for the people listening and stuff like that. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. So, um, what do you think, like, if you were to say like, what's one takeaway that you really want everyone to have today? Um, what would that, what would that be? Ooh. <laughs> Um, big question. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and, um, take it all the way back to the beginning in terms of you. I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are women. Yep. Um, you have to make yourself a priority. I think that is just kind of the big picture here is you have to make yourself a priority and care for your mental health. 
above all else so that you can show up and be an amazing mom, an amazing employee, um, wife, significant other. Um, like I said, I've been a therapist for five years and I used to work with moms Mm -hmm. and their children. And I would work with their children a lot and then have sessions, family sessions with the parent. And the parent would be like, so stressed out. She's like, what can I do for her? What, you know, she, her behavior is just off the wall. I I don't know what to do for her. Um, she's in this sport. She's in this sport. She's in this therapy. She's going to this other provider to, with help with this. So a lot of the advice I'd give to these moms is I'd ask them, how are you? I like, as I would be talking to the mother and I would say, how are you? And of course they would say, I'm stressed beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe they were having relational issues too. And then of course, put your child's behavior on top of that. It's just so much stress and working and like trying to make money for your family, all the things. So I always make it a point, made it a point and still do with my clients now who are moms to let them know that your child feeds off of you so much. Yeah. I'm not saying that all of this is your fault. You know, you do not need to take on that responsibility, but what you can do going forward is take responsibility of regulating your emotions and modeling for your child, that emotional regulation, a caring for yourself and your mental health secondly. Yeah. And, and then also like that will allow you to show up for your child and nurture that emotional connection and emotional regulation. So that's super important for the moms out there. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's my biggest takeaway is making you. Yeah. Make, make yourself a priority so that you can, you know, have a healthy family and healthy family, family relationships and, and show up for your goals. You're not going to be able to do any of that unless you're taking care of your mental health, which is hard to do as a mom. Yeah. And that is why, you know, like, I know that when we talked before too, like you said that, and like, we even like have it in our notes and stuff, like taking the first step and asking for help, um, is something that sometimes really needed. Cause a lot of the time we just internalize it and we don't, you know, we don't go anywhere with it. And I know even last time we talked, we talked about how like, it's so good in therapy and stuff, or like to have therapy and stuff, because, you know, if I were to vent to my partner or whatever, you know, you feel like you're bogging them down with your problems or your emotions, or like, you know, you were to talk to your best friend about how you're feeling. And you also have to make sure that a, they have space to hear that and b that, you know, you also give them space to vent to you or or whatever. So it's kind of like a a shared energy vent session. So, and sometimes that's a lot and that, you know, kind of furthers that, that whole idea of guilt. Right. So I think that's why it is important. And I know we've talked about this a lot. Like that's why therapy is important because you have that person there that is, you know, completely unbiased, right? Like I'm sure you say like, just lay it on me, like talk to me, you know, and, and it's nice to have like that really unbiased opinion. And so, yeah, I think that that's also really, really important. Yeah. That's a super great layer. 
um, in the benefits of therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, with my business, I've really pushed and shifted into this new field of life coaching. Yeah. And I'm so excited for that so that I can be showing up for the women that come to me who are stressed, overwhelmed, you know, so many responsibilities, um, feeling anxiety, feeling depression. And then a lot of the women that I work with also are female entrepreneurs like yourself, Yeah, which, which is a whole nother layer yeah. of stress. <laughs> Yeah. Stress and just all the emotions. Um, One but, day I'll hire you, Amber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'll be ready for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've, I've loved making that shift into life coaching because not only do I want to be, you know, that therapist for the women that I work with, I do want to be able to focus on all of the realms of their life. Yeah. Um, their business goals, their life goals, their family relationships, current and past. Yeah. Um, what, what we do a lot in therapy is we heal the previous wounds and we locate where that anxiety and depression is manifesting from, or, you know, where, you know, where the root causes are of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the direction that I'm taking with life coaching is doing both, you know, starting and finding that journey of, and helping my clients through the journey of finding where the anxiety is manifesting from the depression, um, where it's coming up for us now, and then how that affects like your future long-term goals. Um, but it all comes back down to making yourself a priority and making time for yourself that one hour a day. Yeah. And let's say an hour, like therapy, a lot of the times, if you're doing traditional therapy, that can be like one hour a week or every other week. Um, and you just have to be able to make that time in order to see, um, the growth that you can have and the healing and just all the benefits. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I mean, I've told you this a million times. I love what you're doing and I like, so appreciate you coming on here today and like, having a chat with me about all this and just giving, you know, like I'm obviously not a therapist. So it's so nice to hear like your take on the issues that both me and my clients deal with, right. Like from that perspective. So that's really, that's really awesome. And so I thank you so much for joining us today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me on. Um, this was fun. We'll have to find some more hot topics to talk about in the future too. I'll, I'll have to come back. Yeah, no, definitely. And I'll, um, just so everyone listening knows, I will put all of your info in like the show notes. If they want to go follow you, you do some like hilarious reels. I know you and I like love doing reels and I just, I love watching your reels. They're so funny. You're just like, so unapologetically you. And I love that. I I love it. Yes. Oh my gosh. They're fun. Reels are fun. They are fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Come check out all my reels. It's just (laughs) priority wellness co. Perfect. I will. Yeah. And I'll link you below so people can find you, but thank you so much for joining us and, um, everyone listening. I will be back two Wednesdays from now with another episode. Um, but otherwise have a good one. 